0: You are listening to Cracking the Rich Code with Miss Marilee, your insider's club from authors and entrepreneurs across the country
1: giving us their best to help us crack the rich code. And now,
0: here is Miss Mary Welcome everyone to Cracking the Rich Code. I am Miss Marilee. I am so excited. Once again, this is just a wonderful day today. I get to interview Noah Amperano, and I'm sure he will correct me if I said that wrong, but um, it's Italian, Amperano. His chapter was so amazing. As I was reading it, it resonated with me, and I'm falling in love with this guy. I'm like, this is just wonderful. What you're contributing to society is great. Um, his stories are just so transformational, inspiring, positive. Um, I really can't wait to share him with you and hear where he's coming from. I want to know how he he started from a professional athlete. He went to an international fashion model. And then now he's a business owner, and um, no, I don't I have no idea what you look like out there. No, I have not seen you yet, <laughs> but excited too. So I'm gonna welcome you to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. Are you there?
1: Thank, you for, thank you for having me. Yes, I'm here.
0: Wonderful. All right. Well. You know, we were talking a little bit before the show and so much energy between us. And I mean, we literally, I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, wait a minute, let's save this for the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I
1: wanted to say, I, I appreciate oh, yeah. uh, you having me on the show, by the way. I'm very grateful. Oh,
0: it's, it's my pleasure. I Like I said, it is such an honor for me to be sitting in this seat where all the co-authors come through, and I get to meet you, hear your voice, your story, and, you know, put a life to just the chapter, you know, the words that are in there. But, um, honestly, without knowing anything at all and just reading these words, you really, really impressed me. So, kudos to you. Thank you. Yeah, no, uh-huh. it's, it's been a journey. You're wel- you know, it has- yeah, you're welcome. So, you're, the title of the chapter is, It's Just a Choice. And um, where do you want to start with this? Tell me a little bit about growing up.
1: Um, Yeah, so I grew up in the Napa Valley. Um, I grew up with uh, severe learning challenges at a young age. Um, Then I was put into an institution uh, through – just because I learned differently. You know, I learned visually, so I was – I wasn't disruptive in the classroom setting uh, per se, but I was – I had high energy, you know, and I learned, I could see something done once or twice and I could get it done on the third time and for me that was, was pretty hard because I could see, I could see a lot of people around me at a young age getting things and just adapting and growing and whether it was math or reading and I was sitting there like, man, like I had this gift to, to see something, you know, a couple times and get it done but like why do I feel like everyone around me is just excelling and growing and growing and I'm kind of stuck, and um, that's when, you know, I was put on a series of stimulants um, through the school, you know, they, they said I was bipolar, and they diagnosed me, and I was put on Depakote, Seroquel, Lithium, Albuterol, all Jeez. these heavy medications, I was, I was gaining weight, I was losing weight, you know, I was on this constant roller coaster. Um, and then and finally, how old we- I, was at, I, was, I was probably, oh man, I was like maybe eight or six. Around there, Ugh. um, so I was pretty young, maybe maybe I might have been ten. I'm kind of bump up the years a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, was, I break my was, heart as a mother. Yeah, my and I'm, you know, I came from my dad. He um uh, he decided to stay in Napa, so my mom took the role as a single mother. So growing up, me and my um me and my brother, we moved from you know from Napa, drove all the way to you know the city down in Marin, um. Hey. California and just, you know, lived in a various, you know, bounced from motels to motels while my mom, you know, was going out trying to make connections and find role models to put in our lives and at the time my parents were getting divorced and they couldn't handle the medication issue and developed panic attacks and then, you know, almost drowned in a pool. I was actually found on the bottom of the pool. My auntie pulled yeah. me out and uh, I woke up the next day in a an institution and there was a patient laying next to me and I was just like what, where's my life? Like, what, what just happened? You know, Mm. and, um, you know, I, I was scared and it was, you know, that's, that's kind of my, the short story of my upbringing, but it was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't all that bad either. You know, there was a lot of incredible moments and people that I got to, that I got to see and interact with that brought joy in my life and allowed me to bring joy to their lives. And, I mean, I'm getting a little tilted up because it's so. We have we have this ability to be so kind to, to others mm-hmm. and ourselves, and it's it's just we make it too complicated. It's, it's yes, just a choice to, to, to do something and treat yourself and feel good about it, or to do something for others. But I think it's how we structure. It's so like we've been told, okay, like you know, do this. Quick, or do this and do that and and wake up at 4 a.m. and do this. And it's like, man, like, but what would actually work for me? Like, what would work for Noah? Like, what would make Uh my life not easy but ease? Because a lot of people, they say, oh, let's have an easy life. And it's like, no, well, what if you had an easeful life?
0: Mm -hmm. Explain that more.
1: So easy would be, um, and this is something I learned Growing up, it was, like, people would be, like, oh, man, like, you get everything so easily, you get everything so easily. I was, like, I really don't. My brother grew up, you know, growing up, I have an older brother, uh, Gabe, and he was so jealous. He got everything, whether it was snowboarding, skiing, you know, he just got everything right away. You know, it was, like, it was instant for him. And, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I had to, it was just, like, man, so, that, he's so easy, so easy to do that for him. But, like, for me, it was, I had to create my own ease. I had to stop looking at things were easy, and I had to look at, man, if I could take easy, what would another word be below easy? And it was ease for me. And it was like, all right, cool, so what could I do with total ease that would create the path and the direction for my life and living? And I just allowed the universe to contribute to me. I allowed the plants and animals to be around me. let go. I lowered all my barriers. I became completely vulnerable with who I was and was just honest and started saying, okay, so where do I go from here? You know, if if he's doing this and they're doing this, where do I go? You know, with my background, uh-huh. my story, everything. And it was just, it was to, it was to choose things that, that kept expanding my reality and that were fun for me, you know. And some things in life aren't always going to be fun, but if you can choose from a place of awareness and you can choose from a place of, man, okay, i am um, be where your feet are. I'm present. Cool. What's available to me? What's in front of me? Cool. This is available. Cool. Is this going to create the future that I desire? Yes or no? No. Okay, cool. So what else is possible? All right, cool. Uh-huh. This is here. This create the future that I desire. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to choose that. So it's like that's the ease part, right? It's not necessarily easy where everything comes to you and it's like, man, that person can get everything so quick. Like, I wish I could do that. And it's like, you can. But – have you ever been taught to? It's like breathing, right? If you're um, a breathing coach, it's kind of like you're telling someone to learn how to breathe, but you're almost teaching them how to walk all over again. Because if they've never learned how to breathe, then you are teaching them in a sense to, to walk again. Um, so it's like you have to teach these and implement these, you know, question, awareness, and being present. And you start to create this and things, you know, what what you put out, you come, what comes back to you. And it's, if you put out ease and you put out awareness and presence and questions, that energy will come back to you. Um, but it's so hard. I think nowadays everything is like fast. I want it quick. I want it now. And it's like, are you in the future? Or are you in the past? Or are you here? And if you can mm-hmm. be here, could you could you create more for your future if you were just where
0: your feet were? Mhm. So true. Okay. So I was trying to try and save this till the end, but quite honestly, I can't, you know, what you're talking about is so profound for a 25 year old to have you understand the the magic of being present in that moment and to understand how simple life is. If you can make just a decision, it's just a decision right now. You know, either way, left or right, which way are you going? And mm-hmm. um, you know, for you, how did you even come up upon this wisdom? Like is this something you just figured out? Well, so
1: I was, you know, I'm I'm very fortunate. You know, my I've had very I've had two parents who've, you know, from day one have said, Be whatever you want to be, do whatever you want to do, we'll support you hundred percent. And mm-hmm. I can't I can't express how just amazing that is, because that is a level mm-hmm. of kindness that is, it's, it's an infinite space. It's a space to, yep. you're basically saying, hey, this is your life, and we love you and we'll support you, but we want you to do what you want to do. So they really mm-hmm. opened the doors to a possibility for me and my brother at a young age. So it allowed me, from my view of the world, to kind of go from this kind of uh, horse blinders on to taking them off to everything just expanding. And that brought in, you know, my mom, you know, as we were living in motels, we would be doing home. me and my brother would be ho- doing homework in these, you know, rounding out kitchens. And um, my mom would be going out all day and be gone all day, and we'd be like, well, where is she going? Um, but as we, you know, realized later on, she was bringing and finding mentors at gyms and in schools and all these places. God bless her. And she mm-hmm. was bringing all these, these men into our lives because my dad wasn't there. So she brought coaches and she brought personal trainers and she brought philosophers and she brought business owners and she brought educators and the the whole nine yards. And I'm like, um, I was like, why are all these men in my life? Like, did I do something? And so eventually uh, a man came into my life and uh, his name is Gary Douglas. Um, He's the founder of Access Consciousness. And he became my mentor and he was he was the first person who really introduced me to the question and to take it to another level. And then as I started developing at an early age, I started then implementing my own questions and my own philosophies through walking by faith, you know, and being present in my life and being present with the people that I'm around. And, you know, whether it came to family or relationship or money, you know, it was just He, again, you know, my mom gave this this energy of kindness, and I took on to that, and then he brought that into my world, and then that expanded on my world. So it was like every choice I made, whether it was I chose to be positive, that creates a positive outcome. You know, E plus R equals O, right? We have these events in our lives, we have a reaction to them, and then the O is the outcome. Mm -hmm. So. We're all going to face events. We're all going to face, you know, it's how we react, like it's the outcome. So whenever I have a challenge or a breakup or uh, whatever, a business problem or an order goes wrong, I'm always like, cool, how does it get better than this? What else is possible? How can I get around this? And I'm present throughout the whole time. And it allows me just to to walk into a flow state without having to to meditate or breathe or yeah. do these things, which... You know, it's great, but if you can just, you know, time is time is the only thing we don't get back. So if I uh-huh. can be as quick and as efficient, as present and as aware as possible, and ask the questions and allow the universe and God to contribute to me, everything's just all right. You know, I mean, I'm off uh-huh. all of my medication, and I'm I'm physical and I'm healthy and I'm sleeping, and it's just it's too beautiful. You know, there's sunsets, the sunrise, the sunsets. It's all around us—the the sound of the trees, the smell in the air. And we just live on this this beautiful place, you know. And even even with the coronavirus happening now, it's like that. If you look at the world, is cleansing. It's cleansing itself. Absolutely, because need mm-hmm. something greater. And it's it's just uh, it's yeah, that's that's how it became, you know, just mentors and people in my life, and you know, really again, blessed. You know, I came into this world with more choice than a lot of people and I think it was it was a lot of because of how I looked at it and how I approached certain things and I, I kept choosing kept questioning and kept choosing and that was those are the two things that that brought these you know these possibilities and these openings
0: Mm-hmm. talk about bless and I hear your passion I love it I absolutely love it so okay So I'm riding this wave with you and I'm totally on board, but let's slow it down a little bit for our listeners because, you know, for aspiring entrepreneurs and those who are, you know, going through some darkness right now. And, you know, let's look at that, um, that possibility that you're talking about, you know, like how does it get better than this? How do you really embrace that statement?
1: So, I embrace it with, for me personally, on my day-to-day, um, you know, I, I, hang up, I hung up a um, uh, laminated sign above my door, and it says, I am grateful for this moment.
0: Mm. And when
1: I wake up, I look at that every day. And I instantly, if I can be grateful, I can say, I can find myself wrapping around the question of how does it get better than this. Because once I mm-hmm. wake up from my eyes, I'm seeing this plaque and it says, I'm grateful for this moment and then I'm saying, I'm grateful for my bed, I'm grateful for the roof over my head, and I'm grateful for my my, my sheets on my bed, I'm grateful for water. How does it get better than this? Then my day is instantly started in a prime state and I haven't even got out of my bed. So I try to I try to prime myself two to three steps ahead and priming my environment with gratitude in order to spark the question to allow me to be present and then to make the choices that would start creating the future I desire during that day. Um, And I do, you know, a variety of other things, you know, creating uh, tomorrow, today. So I'll do um, little post-it notes and I'll write... um, Kind of little little things, the major things I need to accomplish for the next day. Um, so I wake up with with an intention. Um, mm-hmm. But really, if I can be grateful for the little things, grateful for the last little bit of shampoo in the in the conditioner bottle when you you have to run sure. to work and you know and you know that you know it's some some so seamless seeming, that is like you know how does it get better than this? The last little bit of gas in your tank gets you to the gets you to That's think, right. how does it get, you know, waking up and it's, it's sunny out? How does it get better than this? Or just waking up and being alive and having yep. your health. How does it get better than this? And what else is possible beyond this that I've never considered before? And then maybe you, you start to come into humility and your mm-hmm. consciousness tends more and you're, you look at situations differently. And, you know, the person who, who made you angry or frustrated before, you say, man, okay, how does it get better than this? what's actually required of me here, and um, what does this person need from me, you know? What Mm -hmm. what else to create from the question? Um, So when you can, if you can, you know, gratitude may not be uh, for everyone or it may not be something, you know, priming your environment, but maybe it's just getting to the gas station with that last little, you know, block of gas left and you know you made it. And you can get home or you can, you know, you lock yourself out of the house. And you remember you have your spare key in your car somewhere. How does it get better than that? But you start Mm -hmm. to say, how does it get better than this? What else is possible? You're starting to function from and take away of having like a real point of view about something and saying, man, okay, this person is this way. This is this way. And this is the way it is. This, This can't change. And, of course, there are some things in life we can't change. But I truly believe we can change the trauma and drama that we choose to have in our lives and surround ourselves with. And mm-hmm. through the question, "How does it get better than this?" and "What else is possible?" Um, it really allows you to take from a, uh, take take you out of from a space of man, like everything's just okay. You know what else is possible? It's okay, man. Don't worry. How does it get better than this? Um, I really, I really have you
0: know, like to use it. To- <sighs> I'm listening to you, and I'm just—I'm amazed. It's like your name is so appropriate, because you know, Noah, you're totally living in God's world. Your whole perspective, where you're where you're at, your gratitude, seeing the beauty in everything, in that vibration, you are—you have made the Most High your dwelling, and this is why blessings will continue to come to you. Um, You'll be more amazed every day. And this is where easy and effortless comes from. It's literally from this model that you've chosen to live for your life. And I really applaud your mom. I don't know how she rounded up all those mentors, but you'll have to share that.
1: <laughs> I do. you know. And she had, she's been a huge, huge hero of mine. She had Hodgkins when she was uh, 17. Uh, she, she battled that. She went through a uh, car window head first. battled that had heart surgery, um, radiation fused with her spine. She just found out now she had – yesterday she had cancer um, in her lungs, so it's a tumor. They have to take one-third out. Um, and at the same time, it was like the night before she was she – was, uh, she, she came into my room at 2 o'clock in the morning because uh, I'm, I'm taking care of her as my brother and dad are gone. And she just – she, you know, she couldn't barely make it down the stairs. We're calling 911 wow. and – up and it was like the day, the night after she found that she had cancer, and I'm like, I'm waking up, and this is this is where I really want people, I think to to try to expand their point of view a little bit. There there are incidents and there are going to be situations where things just they happen, and the more that we can practice how does it get better than this and being present, the more it's we're not going to be the effect. Of that event, we're we're going to be able to almost like if we threw a pebble in a stream, and that pebble just carried down the stream with that current. And you just it's like the easiest way I could describe it is if like you saw the movie Nemo, and like or not Nemo, yeah, it's Nemo, or where forget it, uh, Finding Nemo. There it is. And it's a weird analogy, but when you see the turtles and they're they're going through that jet stream, and they just jump in on top of with it, and they just jet stream forward. That's what it is, is if we're in a con- consistent state of flow, there doesn't have to be where, oh, I have to access my flow state or I have to access this. Oh, sure. like what if, you, what if we're in a continuously state of flow?
0: Mm-hmm. Everything
1: in life is creating with you. And you didn't, have to, you didn't have to be affected by people's judgments or points of views about you or negative thoughts. You could just be like, cool, man, how does it get better than this? This person is judging me. Awesome. What else is possible? Okay, cool. I don't have to have the effect of it. Great. Well, what's next? You know, does this Mm -hmm. relate to me? No. Perfect. Mm
0: -hmm. Wow. So you have such a mature attitude. You know, like you have years of wisdom. I mean, it it takes people a lifetime to really understand what you have embraced. And um, seriously, I'm so impressed with you. And I'm thinking to myself now on a personal level, being so young, is it hard to find, you know, girls your age or women your age that are, you know, that are on that page? Uh.
1: In a sense. I mean, I grew up, I grew up. Um, so when I grew up, when I started out of high school and I started going into, you know, being a professional athlete and traveling, I was, I was so focused on just being present in my life, you know, and after I got out of the institute institution and, found a school that actually worked for me and they taught me how I needed to learn, like really how I wanted to learn versus how they wanted me to learn. It really opened my perspective to being like, Oh man, now I have this chance to grow and have this chance to, to, to contribute and live my life and choose. And so I just took that on and that transitioned into, you know, traveling and, you know, meeting people. But I, I realized as I finished up becoming, you know, a model and, and, an athlete, I was like, okay, well, I don't have a lot of people who are 22, 21, or 24 who are around me. My friends currently are, you know, people who have four kids, uh, they have families, they have, you know, businesses, and it's like, I do fill out a plate, and I think yeah. a lot of one place. I mean, I, you know, with women, it was, it was always just, I never, I never wanted to, to be in a relationship if it was a bad relationship, I think that a lot of people want to be in a relationship and stay in a relationship just to, for the sake right. of having a relationship to fit in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'd rather have no relationship than a bad relationship. Yep. But I would also like to be, you know, where it's have allowance for someone. And I think, you know, when I grew up, I always, when I went out to meet women or meet, you know, girls who are my age, I always was like having allowance and being grateful and, couldn't, couldn't find myself having these, these simple, these little, you know, normal chat. I was like, man, like, so what do you do? What are you passionate about? You know, I have such allowance for that. What got you into that? Oh, why did you want to do that? Why was that fun for you? It was, and what I found was a lot of them were just put off. And I was like, is there something wrong yeah. with me? Is there, um, is, there, is there something that I'm doing? And as the years went on, I just started realizing that my level of, of consciousness and awareness was just, It was different. It wasn't wrong. It wasn't that I was better than them or they were worse than me. It was just, hey, man, like, you're just on a different frequency, and that's okay. Right. And when people come into your life, serve them. And if they don't come into your life, wish them the best and have allowance for them and be grateful. Be grateful for their choice. Because Mm -hmm. if they broke up with you or didn't want to be with you, they actually save you a tremendous amount of time.
0: And yeah. be grateful for that. It's just a different point of view, you know. So true. What a what a great perspective and a great attitude. So now I'm you know, a lot of um from the overflow of the heart and mouth speak. So when you're talking, you make a lot of like metaphysical um references and I'm wondering, do you read a lot? Do you or is this just something that's natural to you?
1: I was it's always kind of been natural. Um, but I've always I've always loved books. Ever since I was a kid I remember um I couldn't I couldn't you know, I was I was uh, like I said, I was learned visually so put into an institute, got out of that. I was also tested in um various, you know, institutions in Houston and, you know, just because they were like, Man, this kid can't read, he can't do math, like, let's put him on medication and try to get him assessed in other ways. Um, So they put me on, you know, all those circles and, you know, all those drugs and, but I was actually um, taken to Houston to be assessed for education. So they hooked me up to machines, you know, they did my brain scan, they did, you know, flashcards, all these different, you know, graphs. And they said, man, at the end of it, they, it almost felt like they kind of gave up and they sat me down and there were three doctors in front of me. And they all, they were like, some of them had PhDs and and they just, they said, Hey, like, you're never going to be able to read. And you're not going to wow. be able to function in society. And I was really young. I think it was eight. I think it was eight then. And, I was wow. and they just said, Hey, look, like, we're sorry. You're, you're, you're a lost cause. And I was like, what? No, I'm not a lost cause. Like I love reading. And I remember because I would carry a backpack in my house and I would have six or seven books in it. Maybe I couldn't read them, but I just carried them around because all I wanted to do was learn. All I wanted to do was grow. All I wanted to do was to, man, what is in this book? What do are, what are these pages hold? You know, And that just, I think really, <laughs> it's going to sound a little uh, goory, but I think I really absorbed those books and the energy that those books gave off in the backpack.
0: I think Absolutely.
1: I was I have no doubt. Willing, to, willing to receive them. Um,
0: I have no doubt. You know, and uh, you shall receive. Absolutely.
1: Asking you shall mm. receive.
0: And that's it's just so simple.
1: And it's so true. You know? Um, yeah, I think I think that was, you know, I taught myself how to read. I taught myself how to write. I taught myself how to do math. You know, oh. uh, school was big. But after they told me I would never learn to read or write, I think that's when my entrepreneur uh, really kicked in and was like, you know, F you, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to prove you guys wrong. And right. I'm going to just, I'm going to read. And so I remember, I remember just being like, all right, so what is it going to take to read? What is it going to take for me to read? What's going to work for me? What would actually work for Noah? And um, a couple of weeks later, I got a phone, <laughs> first phone and, started going on social media, internet, started learning words there, finding my passions, fitness, modeling. Then I started picking up words, right? I started picking up words on social media. And then I started looking around as I was driving and I started reading the freeway signs and stop and FedEx signs and the FedEx cars. And it was just, I learned, I used the world as my library. I Uh was like, this is not, these people aren't going to stop me. Yes, maybe I can't read a book now but I'm going to use my environment. I'm going to utilize everything in my environment, whether it's not just my house, just my car, but the outside environment, the the forest, the breathing for recovery, um, three-way traffic signs for reading, social media for connecting, to connect my passion to my goal or my target. Um, And that just just grew, and I think that's what really – you know, yeah. that's You great. are
0: definitely God's child. I mean, really. If everybody could really take to heart what you were saying, you know, the beauty of living, the privilege, you know, and, and so many things that we take for granted that you had to work so hard for. And um, it's just so impressive. So tell me, what books did you carry around?
1: Uh, so I carried around uh, was like, one was very simple, uh, Frog and Toad a really, really old book, um, but other books like, um, yeah, I couldn't even, probably couldn't even tell you. I just grabbed them off all of my mom's shelves, but
0: yeah. a lot of them
1: my mom, my mom read. She read, you know, Robert Frost. She read, you know, books from, a lot of poetry because my mom wrote yeah. poetry. So she would actually read to us, um, she would read to me when I was going to bed. So she would read to me and my brother and she would sit in the hall and my dad would take turns sometimes, but... <laughs> When you read to us before bed, it was just, it was, it was another way to, to absorb the words. Um, but books, you know, anything from anything books that I had on my shelf, I just threw them in a backpack and I said, Hey, I'm going to keep these in my bag and one day I'm going to read these.
0: And mm. um, yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, you don't have angels. <laughs> you are definitely a testament to angels, you know everything that you've yeah. absorbed from God's world from nature, appreciating the sunrise and the sunset, waking up in gratitude, having the understanding that life is a choice i mean these these principles here are you don't you don't get them at twenty five really you know? that's that's I think yeah. that
1: like i like everyone it's weird because i is i find that I feel like people are always. I mean, this is for me, and this is as the process has been going on with, with my you know creating and, and expanding. It's always been like I still struggle with it today. So I want to I want to kind of dial it back and be a little vulnerable. It's like I struggle, you know. Don't get me wrong in any way. Yes, gratitude and and love, but there are days when I I struggle to find the faith, and sure. I just have to, have to look in myself and say, Hey, look, like, dude someone's going to be ahead of you you know you're not going to be at this level forever and i i don't i don't you know it's it's weird because when you say P- i'm the only one at 25 or i'm at i'm it's very hard to get here at 25 i'm kind of like is it though like i feel like someone could get here like so much quicker and it's like i just want to like oh like can
0: i help you no mm <laughs> mm no, our society is drowning in social media and nonsense, um, money, material things, superficiality. No, trust me when I tell you, they're not getting that, not at 25. And um, you should really be really, really proud of yourself and more so to your mom. God bless her. They sent her oh love God. and healing and prayers. Um, it's just, your story is phenomenal. Very, very touching your passion when you talk you know you know that this is straight from your heart this is has nothing to do with a quote-unquote interview you know stage nothing this is who you are and you've come this far at such a young age that I mean there's literally no boundaries for you I mean I don't know if you read the bible do you read the bible at all
1: I do, I do. Well, I I read it and then I take uh, segments on it. So I take like quotes or phrases that I right. that I can really relate, relate to. Um, uh-huh. But I, I pray every evening. You know, I I make my bed in the morning. You know, how you do something is how you do everything. So if I can if I can pray before you know bed every night and say, hey, thank you God for the blessings that you have given me today, and uh-huh. thank you, Emily, and delivering my mom. It's it is it is truly. You know. They got it's an amazing experience. But it, it, it has our back and yep. we, we just need to realize that and not not be so hard on ourselves to to perform at the expectations of others. I think it's really just man like what would work for you? It's that easy. Don't don't complicate mm-hmm. it. You know? Yeah. You don't have to you don't have to run thirty minutes. You can run down and back and have a gratitude walk and burn twice as many calories if you really want. That's right. To. Yeah,
0: that's right so you know in this um, in the vein of, of you know how can it get better than this right well <laughs> that's like almost straight from the Bible when God says no eye has seen no ear has heard no mind can conceive what God has prepared for those who love him you are living that life and you have to know that you're living that life and so We have no idea what's in store for you, but you're so right on target with your, um, with your alignment, with your head and your heart. So, you know, and and as far as, you know, other people, we we can never concern ourselves with other people. Everything is about our relationship with our highest self and that's God. And that's where you're at. You can't, you can't get better than that.
1: Uh, there's always something that
0: could get better, though. You know, but the thing is, you just don't know how much better it's going to be because of it. And that, that's you know, it there's though. so many blessings in store for you. Oh. And um, it makes me really, really happy. And I'm, I have absolutely no doubt, you know, what kind of leader you're going to be. I have no idea. But you know what? Someday I'm going to get to say that I interviewed you. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely my honor. And it gives well, us all hope, you know, for our youth, you know, to know that, you know, there's there's people like you out there who are on the come up, who are leading the way with sound advice, your feet on the ground, and it's like you can see through all the darkness. And that's what you're doing. You're seeing through all the darkness, and you're leading the way. So thank you for that. Well,
1: thank you. I mean, I, you know, when I have come back and, get to where I want to be or you know, that I envision I want to achieve, I'll make sure to say, Hey, look, this is my first radio show. This is one of the best, <laughs> you know. So um That's, right. um That's right.
0: You know, um isn't it, it it's just so it's so beautiful, so amazing. I okay, so let me go down a little bit in your chapter. Talk about when you had to find your voice. Not only find it but create it.
1: Yeah, so it comes back to my brother getting everything, um, you know, right away and me kind of really starting to look at, all right, cool, so what's really going to work for me? And I think that's where it started was not really looking too much at what others were doing and how fast they got things or how quick um, they seemed to just, just to attach to things. I was, man, I was really just what would work for me? Like in the simplest terms, if I took all of the negativity and I took the judgments and the points of views of, I should do this and I should go here and I should, you know, go to school and do all that. I was, I was like, what would really work? Like, I have no idea what I want to do or where I want to go. And um, so I started sparking random conversations throughout my family and, and going up to people in grocery stores and asking them, Hey man, what what did you do? Like, I'm Noah. Uh, I just want to introduce myself. I saw you across, um, you know, across the, the store. And I just wanted to see like, what did you do to get to your success? Um, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't like I knew who that person was. I was just, I was curious. I just wanted to know everything about everyone. And it wasn't from a place of like, Oh, like this person did that. And that it was just, Hey, I just want to know more. I want to, I want to be more. I want to, I want to choose more and see more and, and feel more and, and experience more. And I just had no, you know, everyone seemed to be getting it. So I was like, all right, cool. So what would work? All right. Um, so it was cool. What do I have available to me? What do I have working for me? And for me, it was, all right, I'm really good at being physical. I know I can, I can see something done twice and I can nail it. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me, let me teach myself ballroom. Let me teach myself break dancing. Let me teach myself how to cook. Um, so I taught myself how to do ballroom. I taught myself how to break dance. I taught myself how to cook. Uh, taught myself how to um, uh, do gymnastics you know I could see someone do something once and I was like that's when I started finding my voice but I started choosing things that I was passionate about or that I've always had an interest in or that I always thought that there might have been a possibility there and it was just to scrape the leaves away and then just to see it and be like "All right, cool now there's a choice to choose to step in this puddle or not or whatever it was so I kind of just out and fleshed out all of the all of the negative points of views coming into this world um, and expectations of of family friends society, and was like, man, this is my life and mm-hmm. i gotta I gotta figure out this is my life I only get one life I can't go yep. back to this I, I can't take my car, my house, and I can't take my mom and but what I can take is the knowing that I chose to live a life that was truly mine and it was authentic and it was original. And I chose to be different. I chose to be out there and not have a point of view or judgment about myself. So coming back to the question, it was, it was really just choosing what would work in the simplest terms. It was just choosing what would work. Um, I think that really allowed me to create the voice in myself. That allowed me to tone, allowed me to, you know, adjust the volume of my internal dialogue and allowed me to build my confidence in a natural way. It allowed me to build my my self-esteem and my knowledge and my wisdom and allowed me to function in a way that really worked. And that's what really allowed me to function and get through all the darkness. Because it wasn't, if if I was functioning in my way, no, I didn't want darkness in my life. It's a choice.
0: Uh It's a choice.
1: So that's when I started really, you know, through question, through choice, through faith, um, through choosing what would work for me and getting rid of all of the the judgments and expectations and points of views about society and the world and what's expected and what is appropriate. I was like, dang, I have a lot more possibilities here now. And... Now it's just choosing what, what I would actually like to do.
0: It's just, it. I, you know And I wish your mom could be on here too. <laughs> I would like to hear her perspective, you know, of her son. She must be so incredibly proud of you. It's like, she, you know, cause I'm a mother and I, I, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking to myself, she's got to be like, Oh my God, thank God I did it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's been, you know, she's, she'll say, you know, the the funny thing is, it's, my mom has has always been there with me, I think from day one. And I was always raised to, to I was raised from, you know, my family, my grandparents are very old, you know, they're old fashioned. So my my mom and dad, they didn't want that too much structure. So I said, you know, that's the point of view to just do what we wanted within reason. But at the same time, she really just, she was there you know and i think that i think that the youth sometimes doesn't really realize how much our parents do for us until they're gone right and my parents are fun i'm aware of that because i'm aware of what i'm doing and i'm present and i'm aware that i do this and they do this for me and they they give me love when i'm not you know loving myself and it's like you got to you got to look at that man be grateful you have two parents man if you have two parents, and maybe if they're divorced, okay. But if you have two parents, you're lucky, man. You're, you're extremely lucky.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because just, I don't, I don't think I'm, people understand the power that family can, can really bring into and be a support.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so I have to ask you this. Looking forward, do you ever think about how um, you see yourself as a parent?
1: Oh, yes all the time. That's really weird to say, but I fantasize a lot about it. Good. Um, really? Well, again, I've always um, I want my kids to choose. I want my kids to come into this world with choice. And I want them to know that they're not wrong for being who they are, ever. And yeah. I want them to have that awareness. I want them to you know if if they want something or they they want to have something, I'll spark the question you know ask the question how can you get this how how mm-hmm. can you how can you get this? What else is possible? If someone's bullying you at school, you know, of course, as a father, I'll step in, but I want my kids to to expand and leave the world better than it was. I think mm-hmm. that instilling that and really giving them the choice the of possibility and the awareness to be present and to latch on to something that's, that's really positive. And, um, you know, I, I said I, can't, I, can't, I won't know till I have kids, but what I can say is I think that allowing them to be truly themselves and not trying to govern, govern it so much that they feel like they have to battle themselves in their head. I think that's the worst thing. I think that if you can allow them to at an early age to be able to choose for who they are and what they want and to instill that awareness that they have that choice and they have the ability to choose Mm -hmm. 99% of the time they're, I I won't have to worry. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, there are things that you can't change, but I mean, all I want my kids to do is to, you know, is to treat people well, treat themselves well and if they can be of service in a greater way to the people that they're around or their business they're in and have character. And I think that that's the thing It's like social media has become was, are you this person? Or are you that person? And uh-huh. like, I think that real, I think experiences and hands-on and character and integrity and morals and values, I think those are starting to make a comeback. Uh-huh. And I really think that, you know, with everything on, social media and the coronavirus, it's like social media is becoming fun again. You know, people are doing push-up challenges. People are doing some weird stuff. They're getting outside. I mean, I, I smile every time I see kids now riding their bikes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's fashion. That brings right? so much joy to my heart. I have, like, butterflies talking about it right now. Because that's what I love. That's where mm-hmm. I was growing up. Growing up right at that edge where social media hit. And the old time was just about to break. Mm. And I grew up playing, you know, with sticks and going out to the desert and using my imagination and, and riding bikes and building forts and having my, my dog with us. And there's like, there's a sense of, of wonder and possibility and joy and creativity. Absolutely. And abundance. And I, I look at it, you know, the coronavirus, I said, how does it get better than this? Honestly, I know that's I know that people are like, "What are you saying? How can you say that?" <laughs> it's like I'm like, it's a different point it's a different point of view and I'm entitled to it. You're entitled to yours, uh-huh. but look at it. How does it get better than this? Do I want to sit in stress and worry? How does it get better than this? Like, can I do something different? Can I be more productive? Can I write another book? Can I You know, teach someone? Can I reach out to someone? Can I reach out to someone on social media? Can I do something bigger than myself? Like, you, I think this is great because it's really allowed people to isolate themselves and having to dissolve and look inside themselves and touch deep in who they are and say, Man, I can't work. I can't do this. (laughs) I have to look inside now. I have to do the most uncomfortable thing and look inside and be honest with who I am. Mm -hmm. And, I think I think the world is is creating a cleanse. I think I think it really is. I think it's creating a cleanse in culture and values and media and how we see each other and how we treat each other. I mean, people are all coming together. I was at the hospital mm-hmm. yesterday, and all of them were happy. All of them were working together and 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 communion. I was like, that's what it's about. That's, that's what that it is. About. Mm-hmm. No one's on their phone. No one's touching their phone. Everyone's you know. You can't touch people, so you have to expand your awareness out and be aware of who mm. you're with and what you're around. So change is happening, and change is going to continue to happen. And it's
0: so beautiful.
1: I think the it's more that It's a beautiful time easier, right now. It is. It's gorgeous. Oh, my God. It is. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish there was a replay that I could, you know, when I'm 80, I could replay this moment just because it, it's so Everything is is lighting up, you know, yeah it's everything transformational sacred. yes, yes, and it's it's absolutely it's just beautiful, and I'm so grateful to be a part of this world and mm-hmm. to be a part of um you know this call and this life, and be a part of you know with Jim and just everything it's you know how does it get better than this, like what else <laughs> really, and that's what it is that's the energy.
0: That's the energy I tell you It gets better It just You know More opportunities come And you're just like Okay I guess I'm on that I'm on that boat
1: (laughs) And I I think What Trust too Is people can have Bad times too It's not always Going to be good And I'm pretty sure There are a lot of people Saying As normal people Would say It's like Hey Like Well you don't know What I'm going through You don't know What I've been through And it's like Dude Just ask the question Watch your mindset change Watch, watch the universe start to gift to you. Because what you put out, you get back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yep. if you're negative and you're negative and you're 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 angry and you're frustrated and you're saying life's nice not going my way, it's like that's a point of view.
0: That's a choice. That's right. That's right. Hundred you know? percent. Some people don't understand that. You know, choosing the circumstances. You know, do you think if I had a choice to be happy, that I wouldn't choose that? That's what I get. I don't understand
1: that choice. And it's, it goes back to you know relationship. You know some people would rather have a, a, a horrible relationship than no relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: like it's a choice. You know don't, you're, you're complaining about your relationship. It's a choice. It's a choice to quit yep. your relationship. It's a choice to quit yep. your job. Yep. And, you know it's a choice to, to change your finances to do this and that. And it's like when you make a choice, then you create a different possibility. You start to mm-hmm. bulldoze all these little little things to clear the way for these bigger gigantic, just magnificent events. Yeah. And it's not about making these big drastic changes like, Oh, I have to do this and I have to be on TV. It's like what if you just said to yourself every day that, Dude, you're awesome, you're okay, you're cool, you're loved, let's get it in, let's just let's just focus on what we need to focus on and you know, you know, I I I said something really young when I was younger, and it was I said, um, "Universe, show, universe, God, show me something beautiful today."
0: Mm. And
1: I, I would wake up, and I wouldn't have a point of view about what it looked like. And then three o'clock or four o'clock or eleven a.m. would show up, and a sunset would rise, or uh, someone would take their dog for a walk, and you know they would see someone fall and they'd help them up, or someone would help someone across the street. Mm-hmm. It's like, and you shall receive. Show me something yep.
0: beautiful today.
1: And be mm-hmm. willing to receive it.
0: Love That's it. Huge. Be willing to receive it. That's right. So okay, so what was really important with what you said is that expectation. Some people want something, beauty. you know, magnanimous. You you're not even appreciating this small beauty in life.
1: Yeah. It is, it's the little things. It's the little things. It's the little things that matter mm-hmm. the most. hmm And I yeah. think that just it's, it's 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 simple it's simple, (laughs) you know, Uh receive it, question, be willing to choose, be open, um, you know, have a good head on your shoulders and, you know, treat people well because look, if you don't, I, I I can say this one thing and it's like the realest thing, if anyone, and there's some things that people will say, Oh, that's not, possible. it's not going to happen. Oh, it's okay. It's like, look, (laughs) if I'm, if I'm anyone who, who has had a certain experience with this. It's like what you put out and what you do in your younger years, whether it's whether you're high school, middle school, 25, 24, 30, and you treat people horribly or you treat them with disrespect or don't treat them with kindness or take their time for granted, guess what? There's someone, God's going to put someone in your life, and they're going to take that time from you, and uh. they're going to treat you and they're going to tell you things that you're not going to like. And it's like, hey, it's coming back to you. What you put that's out. Right. And that's, some people call it karma. Some people call it, you know, energy, well, whatever it's like, but it comes mm-hmm. back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you can develop a positive system and choice and question and be present, you're in a flow state. You're, you're there.
0: You're, Absolutely. You're, you're going to choose, you know. You know? And, and and to your point, what you're saying, a lot of times, you know, it, it almost sounds like it's a fear tactic. You know, you watch what you put out because you're going to get that back. But, you know, spin it to your benefit. What can you yeah. do today that's absolutely positive and loving that you can put out knowing that you're going to get it back? It, it's yeah. just you just are not with an expectation. You just know. You don't know when. You don't know how. But you know. You know, Keep doing it. As long you're knowing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I think
1: I, I, really, I really enjoy this call. It's it's beyond amazing. The show is just, wow. Thank you.
0: Know, you. I'm, you
1: know, I'm trying to, it's, I mean, your energy yourself, it's, God, wow, it's just thankful. Thank, thank you for you being on this earth. Like, really, thank Aww. you
0: for
1: having this show because this is a blessing in itself because it's allowing me to share my story. So, like, mm-hmm. you are here. You know, and Thank you. The shows gift, yeah, and you know everything that's going on. I think in the world is, is a gift if we see it as that. Um, yep. But I really, I do believe, you know, what we put out, we can we can get back.
0: Right. It, exactly. And and to your point about us both being on the call, this is what happens when when the universe, when God is at work, He brings His points of light together. And you want to work at being a point of light, and in order to really receive all the beautiful things that you said today on this interview of our negativity, our story, our baggage, our pain, you know all the the injustices that we've had to endure in our whole life, you've gotta drop it and just pick the points that you said and run with it. Your life will change immediately
1: exactly. You make a choice, and it, you know, one choice can change everything.
0: Mm hmm. Moment to moment. Exactly. Just like the choice to wake up in gratitude. That's a decision. Check. <laughs> yeah. It's a decision. And, you know, when you have a little bit, you'll be given more. So when mm-hmm. you are grateful for even the smallest of things, you'll be given more to be grateful for. So even, you know, and that's, that's scripture. Even when you have, you have enough to be grateful for, because everybody, no matter where you are in your life, you have something to be grateful for. And if you can't recognize it, you can't see it, even what you have will be taken. we yeah. have to be cognizant of that.
1: Why do you, why do you think that is? Why do you think people struggle with gratitude so much?
0: Or because we so? live in a superficial society who competes, compares, and we have lost our way in our self-love. And so because we have no self-worth, we have no idea where we stand in this world, we're looking at the outside world or why can't it be me? Why is that not me? Mm-hmm. When, to your point, it's a decision. You've got to make a choice. It is you. It is you. Start loving, start appreciating, start having gratitude, start making a difference. Tell yourself that you are the miracle, and then be it.
1: Exactly. Be oh. thankful. That's What's so that? Profound. That's mm. so profound. Be it. it. It's be it. It's that simple.
0: Mhm. That's right. It's that simple. It doesn't matter where you came from, and your your story is proof of the pudding right there. I mean, anybody who reads this chapter, and I highly recommend my listeners to read the chapter after listening to this beautiful interview, to really know more about you and the depth of your story, the challenges that you face that most people don't have to face. They just don't. And to see the journey that you're on and where you're at at 25, it's almost unheard of. So I I literally, you have stolen my heart and I, I, bless you and everything that you do and your mom thank god for her i bless her in her journey and um, i have absolute faith that she's going to come out of this too thank you for being on the show i appreciate you thank you for having me Mm -hmm. you're welcome you have a wonderful day and um we will definitely connect now tell the listeners where we can get a hold of you where can we
1: find you yeah, so uh, social media, uh, just Noah Amp, last name A-N-P, um, Noah, N-O-A-H. Uh, same thing on LinkedIn or Facebook, just Noah Ampirano. Amparano, A-M-P-A-R-A-N-O.
0: A-M-P-A-R-A-N-O. Uh, wonderful. Sure and I have those links, too, at the, um, at the bottom of the show there, so you can get a hold of Noah there. Noah, again, thank you so much. You have a wonderful, wonderful day. We'll be in touch.
1: Thank you. You, too.
0: All have right. a good one. You, too. Thank you. Bye-bye.